2: Never-ending windows, all you need is a door Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience.
3: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Another season in the books. (laughs) I know. Can you believe (laughs) it? Time
4: flies. (laughs) Time flies. Uh, No, we were just joking that like every single time I'm like, Can't believe it Another season of book And like every time I think it's like Never been said before Such an original statement So innovative Mm -hmm. But I You know A part of me can't believe it
3: It is another season (laughs) (laughs) Another season Well it's What's the weird thing is Is like we're now Four seasons through Blame Eats World Which means we only have Two seasons left Which is wild in and of itself but then on top of that, the fact that we've done four seasons in yeah. a little over a year is mm-hmm. even wilder. <sighs> is there were not we? a season eight of Boy Meets World? I thought there were only seven. Hold on a second. If there's seven of Dawson's Creek, sis. There's six of Dawson's Creek. Oh. Hold on. Let me look this up while I'm, while I'm here. Dawson? No, not Dawson's Creek. Boy Meets World. Yeah, there are seven Boy Meets World seasons. Oh, I was just hoping that we had another year of fun We have, well, no, we don't have a whole year Well, actually, it depends, right? Because we all know we break these down a little bit differently every season Depending on which episodes we believe need to have their own spotlight And which episodes can be clumped together So you never know, maybe it'll take us a year Maybe it'll take us less than that Who knows? But regardless I don't, I don't know We're here talking season four We're wrapping up the season Putting a little bow on it Calling it a day on season four um, And so prior to this podcast I listened back to our season three wrap up Because I was curious to see What we thought of season three Like what our hopes and dreams were For season four um, And all of that jazz And previously um, We both had agreed That our rankings were three, one, and two As far as like the best seasons So we were very high on three Leaving three Now my Obviously we're going to talk a lot of things We're going to go through You know our thoughts on the whole season MVPs, LVPs for characters Each character's arc Favorite episodes Least favorite episodes And then of course we have to get into The winners of our fashion hour awards But um, I'm curious to know Where you think this season for you Falls on that rankings list Hmm So we
4: will get into our overall thoughts But I'm not as high on season four As I thought I would have been Especially towards like probably Halfway through the season um, So if I were to give you A quick answer of my rankings I would say Three is probably my favorite Season thus far Then four Then one Then two um,
3: Very funny and Yeah,
4: that's because Um Season three was very strong it was a very strong Sean season Mm -hmm. um, and we had like a ton of character growth from Sean we had a lot of heartfelt like stories um, character arcs for Sean this season had really high highs but it had really low lows and I felt like probably my overall thoughts for season three was that there were no duds of episodes While in season four, I think that we do have some duds. Um, How are your rankings uh, as of
3: today? Yeah, it's funny that you say that because when I was listening back to like our season three wrap up, you were like very high on. You were very excited for season four in that you thought that either season four or five were going to be your favorite Season. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and so, and I agree with you. It's so funny because one of the notes that I have is that this season is very front loaded. I went back and like I listened to not every podcast we did, that would be a bit much, but I listened to some of the podcasts we did throughout the season. And at the very beginning of the season, especially in like the premiere and the first few episodes, we were really excited about season four. Like we were loving it. And I think it's a very front loaded season. A lot of the best stuff is at the very beginning and then it just it has high highs and low lows like there are some episodes that I'm like why are we doing this and so not why are we doing the podcast why are we like why are we doing this on the show um and so I think because of that I cannot put this in my top spot and so I actually do agree with you my ranking would also be three four then one two um mm-hmm. and I think that for me 3 is very much ahead of the pack and 4 and 1 are very close together and probably the main reason 4 is ahead of 1 is because we are getting into the more um teenagery adulty stuff versus yeah. the little kid show that season 1 was. You know we're Word into was. the more serious topics now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
4: I think that, like the duds of this episode, um, this season really bring the whole entire season down. Yeah. In terms of rankings, um, there were really great moments, but the second half is so weak that it's like, it, and it's surprising because yeah, I I do remember saying in the beginning of the season where I was like. I don't know how, like, season five is going to top this This is obviously the best season This is where all the more, like, the most memorable episodes were Um, But even, like, the heavy hitter episodes that I remember, like, when we were kids For example, a long walk to Pittsburgh. Like that wasn't as like epic watching it as like a thirty something year old. Well, because
3: I think we look at it as with such a different perspective now. And like I think that like while they're still though that two part, you know, the two episodes, while they're still like big moments for the characters. They don't feel as drastic as they did when we were
4: kids Yeah, they no, feel as it was dramatic It was dire when we were kids And I think, yeah. like, something that could have helped it Was if there was, like, real stakes into it So in, like, Showtime, it was only two weeks When they were apart mm-hmm. For us, it was one episode I think that if they wanted it to be like really drastic than like Six months of showtime And maybe like a four or five Episode arc of them being separated Separated yeah um could Have put more weight on it but yeah like When we were kids like that was horrible like The worst thing in the galaxy To happen to me was Topanga Moving to Pittsburgh but Um
3: <laughs> like not so much In reality um, Yeah I agree I think that like Maybe and I don't know what went into that decision of like only having Topanga be you know not even leave the show really like it could be like oh well the fans gonna riot or are they gonna lose their minds that you know Danielle Fishel isn't on the show or Topanga is gone but I think it, it really cuts takes the wind out of the sails or like you know what I mean when you yeah. have her come back so quickly I think there's more, like I would have said like I loved in season three when Corey and Topinka broke up And they were And loved that But I loved that They gave it time They gave them time To be apart And to like Learn and grow And then come back together Like it wasn't yeah. instantaneous That they were back together And I liked right. that about it Whereas this It felt like whiplashy Like she's gone And she's back instantly And I, w- yeah, I wish they would have Given it some time Exactly So like there were
4: no stakes Like we didn't yeah. feel it As an audience That she was gone For that long
3: Yeah uh, It was resolved Too quickly Resolve um, too quickly. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, and then you pair that with some of the weirder um, episodes, which are fun in their own right, but if you're viewing them from, like, a character arc standpoint, they just don't make a ton of sense. Um, I'm thinking, you know, like, the Mafia episode. I'm thinking Uncle Daddy. I'm thinking the quiz show. I'm thinking cult fiction. Even the finale. Like, there are episodes that just feel out of place and not really like they're tying into a larger picture of what the story should be. So while we do have the sweet 16, which is a really, really infamous episode and we have um, shallow boy, which for us is a very infamous episode, the Topinga cutting her hair moment, right? Like there are so many big moments in this season. I think that they're offset by like the really weird, like episodes that feel uh, sticky. I guess is how I would put them. You know, they just feel kind of strange. Yeah, I totally,
4: I totally agree. So, so the, those are kind of our overall thoughts of season four. Not as strong as we probably thought going into it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be like a huge downer throughout the podcast. There were moments that I loved from this season. Um, but in terms of And like there was character arcs that I really Loved from this season But in terms of overall it just like Wasn't what like I thought It was going to
3: be I guess that's how I feel as well because I think in our heads when we were looking Towards this season forward We were like oh there's the There's the sweet 16 and there's like The big moment where Topanga moves for A hot second like we saw those Topanga's like cutting her hair Yeah, like And all here's all the stuff. thing I will say To give this season some credit we got so much more Topanga than we ever have before, and that but is a still huge, not enough. No, it's still not enough. But not I enough. think that we are ramping up, right? Like, well, yeah, we, every single season. The, the thing thing is, ramping is, is up. like to get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you want to talk about MVPs
4: of the season? Yeah
3: and it's funny because Last so last season um we Both had Sean as our MVPs And like, it was, s- was Sean season this Season I feel like this Should come as no surprise To you to anybody who's Listened to us this was Eric's season through and Through he had the most Character growth from start To finish like even just Looking at the premiere when He's on that road trip with Corey not really knowing Where he wants to go what He wants to do he wants to Stay in this small town and Like do nothing to the end of the season when he's you know going to college he got accepted into college like that's a huge deal so like for me he and and it's funny because in season three we mentioned Eric as like an honorable mention like that he also had a great season but it just didn't compare to Sean and so this I feel like was really Eric's shining season for sure I absolutely agree
4: I also have Eric as my MVP It's nice to see a full character arc For mm-hmm. a Boy Meets World uh, character um, Because we see him unmotivated On the couch at home We see him out in the quote unquote Real world Working a few different jobs um, and then we see him retaking the SATs and realizing that school is for him and ultimately getting into college, not going with like the easy choice of beach state. Um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like we we really were able to root for Eric throughout the season and get excited about Eric. And besides that, like we had like really great character moments when we get to see him um like his relationship with Corey evolve as well as like a proper older brother and my, i think like my favorite line from him was in uncle daddy when he was talking to that girl and he's like you know i have a brother Corey he's becoming like a the person that i want in my life i'm really proud of like who he's becoming mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I never wanted to hang out with him before But, like, now I enjoy his company And I feel yeah. like that's really amazing character growth from Eric That I really enjoyed seeing
3: Yeah, going from, like, season one and two Where we kept saying, like, gosh, he's just so mean to Corey all the time And it's, like, hard to root for him Because he was very one-dimensional um, Girls, girls, like Yeah, he was, still like, dated. he was good-looking And, like, yeah. all he cared about was girls Yeah, now he still has that character You know personality that character quirk But he's so much more And I love that they didn't just that it was, it was a slow progression over the entire season. It wasn't a, oh, first episode, he wants to stay in this small town. Second episode, he's going to college. No, it took a long time and hard work and multiple different paths for him to figure out what he wanted to do, you know. First, he wanted to stay in that small town. Then he doesn't really know what he wants to do. Then, of course, they get the wilderness store and he's working there. He makes a big mistake. He gets fired. He does, like, the security job for a hot second And ultimately, he does take the SATs, gets a better score, and then the the college hunt, right? Like, we get the full arc of Eric this season. And I just think, like, I'm really excited that we did get to see that because – In seasons one and two, he does feel like a little bit more of a tertiary character. And I feel like he's definitely more of like a main, main character this season. And on top of that, I mean, I can't put a duo as an MVP, but I wanted to give a nod to like the Eric Feeney duo because we said we liked them last season. This season just built on that relationship and that foundation that they had. And I felt like it was so fun to see it because Corey has more scenes with Topanga and Sean now And so giving Feeny that those moments with Eric Was really great and gave both to both characters in that way Yeah
4: for I really did enjoy that We get to see some really like nice moments between the two of them We get our first Feeny call I think it was the season Or like close to a Feeny call um, I also have an honorable mention, um, as well, aside from any feeny aspect, and that is to maybe Alan, because I feel as though we get him like really progressing this season, too. I think that it was like a huge season for him with him
2: mm-hmm.
4: quitting the grocery store, um, opening up his own wilderness store, um, you know he, we see his like father son dynamic with Eric and how like his thoughts on like his own fatherhood um, So and I just thought that it was probably like a for me it was a strong season for Alan as well
3: Yeah that's completely fair and I think um, I think you would agree that with me that like Watching back Boy Meets World now at the age we are, it's very easy to connect with some of the parental figures more so than the kids sometimes because you're like, Wow, like I see I see myself there. I see myself in, not necessarily All the way with Alan but like maybe he feels A little unfulfilled or he feels like he fell Into the job that he had we've all Been there now as adults versus like when You're a kid watching you don't necessarily Have those lived experiences yeah Um so yeah no I agree with you but I'm Curious to know who is your LVP Of the season Mm. last Year or last season last year last Season mine was Turner and yours Was Amy Amy that's who yours Was last season Mm -hmm. okay uh,
4: now, this is going to maybe come as a little bit of a surprise, but I don't think I got a lot out of Corey this season. I think that Corey, um, a lot of his moments were Topanga focused, and this was kind of like old, old couple Topanga and Corey Um as but being like 16 So like most of his character moments Were like surrounded by by Topanga and wanting to be with Topanga And wanting to do things with Topanga So it was either That or it was like More of like a possessive Side or even like at times Moody and whiny Towards like his parents So I just Don't think I'm getting as much out Of Corey as I would have hoped Like Sean is an interesting character Because we get these like heavy character Moments yeah. from him And these heavy storylines But we don't give that to Corey um, We we I mean the heaviest thing that he went through Was losing Panga for two weeks yeah. um, And that's about it So I just don't Think that like Corey is stepping
3: up To the plate for His own show Yeah, it's funny that you say that, because I also had Corey as my LVP, and it felt weird doing that, because he is the boy, right? Like, he is the boy in this world. He is the boy in the world that meets it. And it's it's hard to say it, but at the same time, I completely agree with you. He feels like a side character in his own story. Like, it feels like the other characters are getting more... Um, Just heavier moments Bigger moments in the show Eric is going through a lot Sean is going through a lot Topanga has some moments Not enough Alan has a lot It just feels like Corey is kind of Stuck in a rut With his character this season And we're hitting the same Character beats over and over again And I would just like to see A little bit more from him Next season And it it just seems like He gets the same jokes, you know, it just there needs to be something else. And so I I did I contemplated putting Amy as my LVP because she does have some moments that aren't great, um, in my opinion. But at the same time, I feel like. Um, when you, if you put it in this perspective of like how much screen time Corey has and how much screen time Amy has, it's not Amy's fault. She has a lack of screen time. It's the writer's fault. And so if she has a few bad moments, of course, they're going to stick out more because she's not on Mm -hmm. screen a ton. Whereas Corey, I'm much more apathetic on Corey's story, which is bad, right? Like at least Amy's character is making me feel something. So I agree with you. I also had Corey as my LVP and I, I'm hoping that season five kind of. They give him something else right they give him Something Mm -hmm. more um, because We wouldn't have ever put Corey as LVP In seasons like one and two even In three Um, he just Needed something else this season that I wasn't getting From him
4: yeah yeah He needs to have a storyline That Doesn't have anything to do with Topanga Yeah and Doesn't have anything to Do with his parents yeah you know what I mean I need more I did so we'll get into like you know it's a natural Thing to get into like Corey's story arc in general like things I liked from him this season I liked You know seeing him develop his relationship with Eric as mm-hmm. I mentioned before but is that more on Eric than it is on Corey? it Maybe. feels like there's
3: more growth from Eric's side than Corey's side in that Yeah in that way yeah
4: Yeah, and when he's not focused on Topanga He's, like, acting silly Or he's, like, the goofy one He's, like, the comedic relief of the group So, um, but aside from that Like, I don't know if I can speak for A real story um, character progression for him
3: Yeah, I think a lot of it hangs on him and Topanga, right? Because while we do get some Sean stuff that's kind of always been there. Their relationship has always been very strong. That friendship has always been very strong. Um, We did point out there are many moments this season where Corey and Sean are very um, emotional about their friendship and they're very open with their feelings about one another and their friendship and, you know, how they feel. They're not... Following that masculine stereotype Of not being able to talk about how you feel um, And I do still very much enjoy that And that is always who Corey has been So I still very much enjoy that But there isn't as much of a character arc A completed story for Corey this season I feel like he's taking a little bit of a backseat To some of the other characters. Yeah. 90% of it revolves around Topanga. And I'm a little nervous. I gotta be honest. I'm a little nervous that season five is going to be more of the same. Yeah. Because now that they are like together together. It's going to be really tough. I think for the show to take their foot off the gas pedal for that because that is probably what the viewers want. Yeah. Um so but he Ben Savage is a funny
4: actor. Oh, yeah. He's funny. Like we get I'm thinking about like some of the funny moments from him like I I liked um in the Uh, Game the quiz show episode The brain is always very Funny to see him that like It's more like of a character actor type thing Um, What I Hair today goon tomorrow Like the whole thing about him going into The hair salon and coming Out the same like that was Like such a fun moment from him Yeah Um, seeing him uh, the the episode in Affair to Forget Like him and Sean Like being like Ruby and Juliet Yes um, s- Hiding their friendship was hilarious So like he has like Really funny moments Like And I guess like the show is not supposed to be A dramatic show It's supposed to be a comedy No but
3: there still should be overall season arcs
4: Oh uh, yeah, no, I need more from Corey, but I'm just I'm appreciating like he's hitting like comedic beats. Which, oh yeah, he's which
3: hilarious. Is, yeah, which like, is his like his voices. I feel like yeah. we've complimented him on his voice work before. Like his old man voice kills me. I loved mm-hmm. his um went in the I forget the name of the episode, but he's dressed as like the female Chick waitress. Like me. Yes. That killed me. His voice for that was so funny. Um, he's excellent. He's an amazing actor. It's more. I feel like when we critique, it's never the it's never the acting. It's always the storylines that are given to those actors. Right. Yeah. Which is like
4: we want more from Corey. And you're right. I don't I don't know if we're like really going to get more um a lot of Corey in general, it's always been Corey and Topanga. Corey and Topanga. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to like separate their storyline down the road, like yeah. you know, individual individual storylines. Yeah. Especially when they wind up going to the same college together, and yep. they. You know they get married like really young And yada 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 Yeah a lot
3: of times Corey I mean speaking of we'll, we'll move on to Sean but like Kind of pairing them together again A lot of times he is backup for Sean He is the side character In Sean's story which is great Because we do get those heavy Sean episodes mm-hmm. It's rare that we get a heavy Corey episode Because he usually is playing Friend playing backup to other people um, yeah. So speaking of Sean and um, we re- get the return of his mother, which is a huge thing in the beginning of the season. Um, we get his father stepping up, getting a job as janitor, and how Sean is coping with that. Um, we get the episode with like the Thanksgiving where the Matthews and the Hunters are getting together and kind of mm-hmm. the classist situation there. Um, mm-hmm. so while and then obviously we get the very strange. I feel like he is the head of the very strange two episodes between Cult Fiction and Easy yeah. Street, which is the Mafia episode. He's kind yeah. of like the main guy in both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, all kind of come, com- oh my god, culminating. Com- is that a word? Culminating. Come, Cul- culminating, <laughs> culminating. That's the word mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. All culminating in the Turner motorcycle accident situation. Um, right. Not as heavy of a Sean centered season. Um, but he still has those those beats um, And I think like those moments I think I'm most interested in Sean When we're getting him and his family dynamics I'm very interested in that specific thing um, I don't know why Were you surprised that there wasn't as much Chet this season? I could have swore there'd be more Chet
4: Yeah, um, we we did not see that much Chet So like this is my kind of thoughts Like we see a lot of family moments from Sean In the beginning of the season And then It kind of dissipates And I kind of feel like it dissipates for us Because it's kind of dissipating from Sean Like if you think about it this way Like when there's um, a Like uh, you know they're Reconciling their relationship Like they're getting back together so at first They're like acting like a family And it's like more like Picture perfect And then reality sets in when Like the honeymoon stage is over And then there's like You know it doesn't it's not Working as well and the family Aspect is not Mm -hmm. as close Knit as you hope and you know Sean spending more time on his own And we don't see him with his family As much and I think It kind of makes him More susceptible To being in these vulnerable situations Like joining the mafia And joining the The Cult mm -hmm. because It's like For Obviously he had Mr. Turner so that was like A family setting then in a very Like quick turn of events he had His original family back and Then they weren't like present In our lives or his And that's kind of like whiplash So like he kind of got himself into the Situation because he didn't Have like the Like the right type of Relationships um for Like what a family would you would hope it To be Mm -hmm. so um it's it's sad because like we see him like get back his family but then in a way we Don't see his family that often After that
3: it's very confusing For us as viewers when We see these like very heartfelt Big episodes where The family's back together and they're feeling A lot stronger than they ever were and Check gets a job and like they're actually Seem to be working as a family Unit Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it Feels like they're not there at all But I feel like it's so realistic From people that come
4: from a broken Family though because you do Have really great moments where everything just Seems to be like fitting together and working Mm -hmm. And then just It dissipates like reality sets In like people can Go back to their original Tendencies no that's fair
3: I just wish we would have seen It versus Mm -hmm. like Show don't tell type of thing of Like All of a sudden Sean is like going into a cult and we're like but what about his family like what is the deal there and that and that whole episode to me kind of felt very strange because it was like a way to get them to the whole Turner motorcycle accident but regardless I just think like. We had such a strong Sean showing in the beginning of the season that it feels like they kind of forgot about a lot of that stuff as the season went on and they did yeah and it just feels like a little bit unresolved in that way in that it felt like they were trying to go for something and go back to those season three roots of having Sean struggle Mm -hmm. But there wasn't as much substance behind it.
4: Yeah. And I gotta tell you, like, I don't even like the episodes that we really see where it focuses on Sean's family. Like, I don't I don't really like yeah. them. They're they, they I don't like Verna. Like I mean I, no, Verna sucks still. I don't like her. Like Chet's
3: fine, but also he sucks. So He I, don't I feel know. like it's getting better cuz he's trying. I loved the like Janitor situation. I thought that was like, great.
4: After the Janitor situation, like where is he? Is he really trying? Exactly. Exactly. Like he went off to go with Verna and then as far as I know, Verna runs off again.
3: In so. season, you mean later on? It wasn't in yeah. this season.
4: Yeah. No. Um but they don't even talk about they don't even talk about him. No. And then and so like besides the family aspect, we get like I mean Sean always like plays a little Dumb like in a different way than like Eric is yeah um, But he play like he has Like those ca- like funny moments Um, we- Of course we get like a Little bit of like Sean heartthrob But he's not as like Girl crazy he's kind of like more Interested in girlfriends This episode um, I think like a good episode For him is dangerous secret Where he's with Claire Ferguson And you know, being yeah. for her, um, being like uh, ultimately deciding like what the best thing is for this girl. I think that was like a deep moment for him that didn't have anything to do with, um, his family. And then, like, you got to think like that scene with, um, Sean at the hospital bed with Turner, mm-hmm. um, it is a big emotional scene and, um, you know besides the fact like It's an interesting choice by the Writers to get Into what Sean's beliefs Are mm-hmm. It's still an important Scene and it carries a lot of Weight um, and You know I think like the I th- I think that um, It's like definitely Monumental for Sean to experience
3: That yeah for sure I just wish it was in a different Episode because it feels so stuffed in there at the end and it just feels awkward But I agree with you like it's a huge moment for him um, But I just don't like the way they executed
4: it I guess I gotta tell you um, I did not remember before watching it that the Cole episode was linked in with Turner's death And I bet you a hundred dollars in two years I will forget (laughs) it as well My head
3: separate this yeah. Fact. oh yeah you can't possibly fit everything in there you know some stuff's gotta go but it, by choice like I do not like I don't want to remember just, it <laughs> I don't want to remember
4: that there's yeah. part of the same
3: storyline that's fair um all right I think we've talked enough about Sean do we want to complete the trio first yeah. and go to Topanga? Yeah so she big moment for her was obviously the hair the hair situation um that to me is like one of the biggest Topanga moments ever um yep and then beyond that, I think we probably would have a lot a lot of the same things to say about topanga as we did about Corey in terms of like a lot of her stuff is tied to Corey and it's unfortunate because topanga is a strong enough character to carry more than just that you know like yeah they should give her more on her own um and they're doing her a disservice by making every storyline she has has revolve around Corey <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Her big moments of
4: the season, her 16th birthday, where she's mad that Corey wasn't there. Mm -hmm. We get, um, of course, a long walk to Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. which was Corey surrounded. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what's the Topanga-only story? And I guess it is Hair Today, Goon Tomorrow, because she kind of learns, like... Her looks do mean more to her than she would have originally thought. But also, it's not the only thing about her. So that's kind of like our main Topanga episode um, of the season, which is whatever. I mean, like she has her moment in quiz show, but that's for fun. That's not for. That's, you know, and, and that's like. I mean that's pretty much it So it was everything that Has to do I mean we didn't have a Breakup this season between Corey and Topanga Right they were together the entire season
3: They were yeah I think like The closest they came to it was Definitely a long walk to Pittsburgh but Even still she seems She's definitely like a Member in the trio in terms Of like misadventures I'm thinking You know like the B&B's B&B Yeah Um, like those She's
4: friends with Sean now, which is nice, than ever before, which is nice. And they call themselves a trio. Like, I still don't think, like, without Sean and without Corey, is there like a Sean and Topanga friendship? Like, probably not. Oh, you know what was a really stupid fucking moment? The when they freaking hugged each other and kissed each other at Chubby's, and like they're like, Oh my, we kissed each other. It's like, No, you didn't. You know, that
3: reminds me of a peck on the cheek. What the fuck are you talking about? That reminds me of what we complained about in season three, where Corey, like, some random girl kisses Corey and he tells Topanga, and he's like, I kissed her and we had a big issue with that. Feels so similar to this moment, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's all so stupid. Um, and not only that, but I do think the longer the show goes on, the farther and or the further and further we get from the original Crunchy granola Topanga that we knew and loved Like her being obsessed with like Oh uh, family values And like having a core family Like early in the oh, season was all very That was annoying
4: too It was all very yeah.
3: annoying Like this season didn't have great Topanga content A few blips But that's it Like it wasn't consistently good Topanga content Which is ups- yeah. you know it's upsetting It's like we yeah. we keep saying this every season this is the season when Topanga gets great. Like this is the season, and we I've really thought at this time because I think I give up. Well, because I think the problem is we were like, oh, it's the hair cutting and it's the sixteen, it's the sweet sixteen, and those are both like Topanga and the, things
4: and the long walk to Pittsburgh, and
3: yeah, and those are all like very Topanga-y right? But also it's very Corey. It's all very centered. Again, yeah. the show probably would not pass the Bechdel test. Like, mm-hmm. it's all centered around her relationship with Corey, even but the cutting of the, the hair. You can say the same thing
4: with Corey though Like I mean I don't know what the opposite of the Bechdel test for But we have so many men
3: on this show Which is why it's infuriating When one of our lead women On the show Gets no content outside Mm -hmm. of her Relationship like that's what's frustrating Season after season Mm -hmm. we say This and you know what Here's hoping season five I will say, like, Topanga, still somebody that stands up for herself.
4: She's still somebody that yeah. sets appropriate boundaries. Like, her communication's not great all the time, but she's also 16. Yeah. But I think that she's still, like, a character that, like, if I ever had a daughter, like, I would want her to watch Topanga and learn how to... Be unique yep. Be Stand up for what you believe in um, Being strong in your convictions So I still think that she's a great m- Role model and I can see why A young Sarah would like really Look up to Topanga yeah. um, I think that her sense of style is Really fun like I still Think that she's a great character I just think that like yeah like I wish that she had Her own stuff that didn't have Anything to do with Corey
3: Yeah yeah and I think that like We get great moments where like she gets She helps get Corey and Sean like back Together as friends when uh What is it in affair fair to remember or whatever Yeah where, that was a
4: fun episode yeah
3: so like there are Still fun moments but yeah overall it's Just disappointing that she's not given more Standalone stuff
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save
1: big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: Um, but let's move on from the trio. Let's get into the Matthews household proper. Um Mr. Alan Matthews, you mentioned him as a runner-up kind of of your MVP of the season. He quits his job without consulting his family, which I really didn't care for, but All's well that ends well. He opens up the wilderness store, hires Eric on with him. He has a good he has a good story arc this season. Granted, again, very front loaded for the season. Yeah, um, but
4: I think like in the beginning, it's like it's a lot about. What his ambitions are Mm -hmm. And then throughout the season I once again think that it's very focused On his parenting techniques And how he thinks he is as a parent Which I appreciated We see that with Eric In um security guy How he thinks like oh like I coddled you And it wasn't great and we Give you everything and all That stuff um I think that We get like that awesome moment Between um Alan standing up for Sean In um in Cult fiction like I really liked That because it's something that we've been hoping and waiting For for a while Um we get of course There's um Corey's 16th, 16th birthday Wheels and so we See like a, a lot of like a Good amount of struggles between him And Corey and their um, Father son relationship Um we see like Corey And Alan not getting along all the time While like Alan and Eric Seem to have like a really close Relationship which is something that I think we're going To be um, a, a Continued theme into season yeah. Five
3: yeah so I think that element is really Interesting as well yeah I think That it's funny because Eric's relationship have gr- Has grown Eric's relationships have grown so significantly in the past season or two, if you want to count season three as well, um, between his relationship with Alan and... Feeny and Corey um he's all had significant growth with them probably because he was starting from a pretty low place in in seasons one and two um but yeah I love that I love the family dynamic of having them work together at the wilderness store it really set things up to have like a very fun dynamic and like a lot of jokes and humor built in there um which kind of sucks for Amy because She gets kind of left behind a little bit in that regard. I was trying to think of Amy moments in the season. Mm -hmm. And the only things I could really land on were her relationship with Alan when he wants to pursue a different career. Mm -hmm. Um, She's the one who purchases the store without having the conversation with him. Um, And then there's like one moment... In um, Fishing for Verna where Corey like finally appreciates the breakfasts that she makes them mm, um, Yeah but like that was an Amy an Amy focused
4: relationship which it wasn't but it's as much of a focus As we have yeah. on Amy as possible because then we have that bit like nobody appreciates Amy Like nobody thanks her and she makes breakfast yeah. every single morning and it's like who um Cares about everything yeah. that she does so. Yeah and
3: the and then like the only other moments I could think of were like ones That I would say the audience Views negatively which is she's Correct. The one trying to like break up Corey and Topanga When that's not what she's trying to do like she Just right. it's terrible timing we said It in the episode or in the podcast about the Episode we like don't wait you know Wait a little bit longer before you're like Corey there are other Fish in the sea you know yeah. For me, I think
4: that we've seen three seasons of Alan being the bad guy, being the hot-headed one yeah. And I think that they kind of wanted Amy to take some of the brunt of it um, You know, you see her as like the love killer or the bad guy in a yeah. lot of these situations uh, Which is, I think, in my opinion, just so they can let Alan off the hook Um and it's different from, you know, what we've seen previously But, yeah, like, less of a focus on Amy I don't think we're really going to get much from her Um, I mean, I I think, like, the moment that she had between, like, her and Topanga was kind of cute Where she, like, cuddles up to Topanga and is like, I've known you for a really long time Like, I think you're a great girl Like, that was nice Um, I think that she was you know, very patient in wheels um on Corey's birthday. Uh, and then, uh, I think like a really bad character moment. um I hated her deeply in Turkey Day. I thought that that was insufferable, yeah. Um the whole Matthews family I thought was insufferable both
3: families Felt insufferable the only one who didn't feel Insufferable was kind of Verna because she Was the one trying to keep things together and we Still don't even like Verna
4: So I hate it that I hate that episode
3: It was bad it was bad all around Frankie was the only saving grace Frankie and his little brother <laughs> Frankie and
4: Herbert Her- The icons you know What yes. never mind Herbert is No the- Herbert
3: what's his name I thought it
4: was Herbert It's not Herman's Herman maybe it's Herman. I think it's Herman
3: Regardless I agree with you And it's and I feel like I I mean As much as we always say like I can't believe We did it again I can't believe we finished another Season like I can't believe We're still talking about how there's not enough Amy content oh we're not gonna get it I'm never gonna get next, it at this point I think in season five like I'm just like I give up. Well, I think because I the thing is, is the older the the kids get, the older the more content they're gonna get, and the less family yeah. focused the show will be. Right, and so. like there's
4: new characters coming,
3: and it's like that's gonna be our focus, exactly. Not Alan so, and Amy, which is fine, fine but it's, it's just fine. It's
4: it's fine. Yeah, uh, Eric. We've talked a lot about Eric. Great season for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a lovable dum dum, but with a heartfelt story arc. We want to root for Eric. Um, And of course we love Seeing his relationship with Corey and Feeney develop
3: Yeah I Love Eric this season I just think There's so much to love about him this season I think we The show has never taken him That seriously And so to have the show take him seriously And give him these important moments These life moments that so many people Go through a lot of shows will just Have oh a character graduates and goes to college And everything is great well, what happens if you don't do well in school for the majority of your life and you don't get into college and you're left with, what do I do with my life? That is the That's story scary. we get with Eric. Exactly. And it's it's a great story. It's a story of like learning to love yourself and accept yourself and grow and find out that everybody makes mistakes. That doesn't mean that you're screwed forever. You can yeah. still correct those mistakes. And, you know, not not everybody wants to go to college or needs to go to college or anything like that. But if you want to, you can do it. And so Mm -hmm. I think having Eric at the center of this season with his relationships with Alan and Feeney being huge boosts for him to figure out what he wants to do and realizing that is ultimately college. Um, Great season for Eric. I can't say enough about how much I enjoyed all the beats that they gave him. Um, You know, to a lesser extent, we get the Lonnie stuff, which no one cares about. Um, But I think overall we get a good story arc for Eric um, and I'm really pleased with with his character growth this whole season
4: yeah I I absolutely agree uh Lonnie's fun though she's fine I like like Lonnie I don't have a problem with Lolly Lolly's not on my shit list wait Lolly
3: you mean Lonnie isn't that what I said (laughs) I don't know Lonnie's not on my shit list. Yeah. Um and then of course the last Matthews, we have Morgan. Barely gets any content this season. The only thing I can remember of her was the loser freak thing. And that was like Loser Freak. It? I uh
4: her and the Daddy? cart driving around um driving around Corey being like, I'm driving, you're not. Yeah. And getting like kicked. That was and great. like her screaming. That's a memorable mm-hmm. moment. Um her, her asking that little boy, um, if that was her sister, yeah, his sister. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's um, about it, though. Like, and that's, that's fine. We
3: don't need her to have a huge say in the season. Like, it's fine. She's yeah. she's, a, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. she got she got loser freak. That's all she. That's, that's all, all she, she needed deserves. because it was yeah. a wonderful moment.
4: Yeah. Yep. Um. So obviously, this is our final season with Turner. Um, you know to quickly eulogize him we've had him since season two um, We really liked his dynamic with at first Corey like he had a very good Relationship yeah. with Corey then um, as it went on Sean of course we loved Seeing his relationship with Eli that was a lot of fun we definitely Missed that dynamic um, the season um, that was a real bummer Uh, We also loved, in season two, his dynamic with Feeney. That was fun, seeing, like, old school versus new school and his teaching techniques. And then, ultimately, of course, his relationship with Sean. He takes Sean in. We get to know, like, his past a little bit. We get to know his, like, you know, girlfriend history a little bit, his Mm -hmm. dating life. And then season four rolls around and... We got
3: nothing (laughs) Nearly nothing nothing. And what's more frustrating than anything Is that the show tried to pretend like we did get stuff Because by the time that Sean It's all in one episode Which is the cult episode Where he's the one who's trying to get Sean To like talk sense into Sean basically And Mm -hmm. then he ends up in the hospital And that is supposed to be this eye-opening moment for Sean But the show did nothing to remind us of the relationship between Turner and Sean. Ever since Sean moved back home with his family, we have not seen that Turner-Sean dynamic. Very, very tiny moments of like, wake up, Sean, you're in class, you know, but nothing substantial. And so it's really shitty that this is the way Turner goes out of the show, being that he is a massive role in these students' lives, especially in Sean's life. And to have him go out like this is really Really disheartening Um, He's a huge character and I just Feel like this shouldn't be his Final moment in the show Um, And it it just sucks and I I'm upset about it I think that they could have Done so much better Mm -hmm. and You know I would be upset if I was The if I was the actor playing Jonathan Turner I just think like yeah I would have wanted more
4: yeah I think that they just did a huge injustice Um because you know because he is such an important role in Sean's life and he really cares about him but you know ultimately how they decided to resolve this it only hurts the show like it only hurts like the storyline yeah um because they don't even resolve it really um we don't get to see Turner again Until Girl Meets World Um, It's just It's really a huge disappointment I really don't like how they handled it At all Uh, Do you want to hear some uh, Since you know we're infamously not going to watch Girl Meets World Do you want to hear some Some facts about Jonathan Turner from Girl Meets World Yes Okay, so as we know, he's the superintendent of the New York Board of Education, and he hired Corey to be the history teacher um, in this in the school. Um, He wound up marrying the nurse who took care of him after his motorcycle incident. Talking about the motorcycle, he apparently still rides a motorcycle, after this accident, um,
3: yikers, <laughs> uh,
4: meeting Farkle, he quickly realizes that it's Minkus's son, which is so interesting since we never got to see f- m- like fucking Minkus and Jonathan Turner interact oh, once. That would have been so fun. So I don't know why, like, they wanted to point that out, yeah, and then, um. Finally, like, he reveals to Maya, who is Riley's best friend, if you remember, mm-hmm. that Sean was and still is, like, a son to him, which is, you know, going back to, like, show, uh, don't tell, like, that's, like, the, yep, that's the the definition of that, like, that would be a sweet thing if we actually got to see, like, any inkling of that. Uh, it's annoying, it's irritating. They like I said, the, the show only hurt itself with how they resolved that. Yep. Um but he was our zaddy for a very long time. He was. And it was age appropriate to call him so. Yes. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about being like, oh, Jack's the heartthrob now. Like I can't call Jack a heartthrob. He's like so he's young. He's so young. I know. I agree uh, with you. So I don't know what we're supposed to be doing with that. But that's what they want us to think next season. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Uh, go back to Alan, I guess. I guess maybe
3: we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to go back uh, to Alan. We'll have to go take the scraps. Yes. Uh, any other thoughts about Turner? Bef- no. As I think uh, that was a good eulogy for him. Um yeah. and then to wrap up the Character arcs here we have Feeny um I feel like kind of Similarly to season three we Get a few droplets of like Feeny Backstory where we get that episode Where he's with he runs into Um to uh oh my gosh Eric at the hotel restaurant or whatever and he meets with this woman like yearly and you know uh, they always like talk about running away together and they never end up doing it so we get those moments um I think most of the Feeny stuff is really centered on his relationship with Eric um not a ton I'm trying to think remind me correct me if I'm wrong there isn't a ton more Feeny backstory beyond mm. beyond that I mean we see the inside of his house which is very exciting in the B&B. that was very exciting I feel like we do get.
4: He he talks a little bit about in wheels like oh like I never had a son and like you know you're lucky because you have one but also your son's arrested right now Yeah so we get like a smidge in that and yeah I'm trying to remember of course like he was like really over life and quiz show That, That wasn't like the best yeah the best thing um, we get like a lot of moments of like him observing the kids and be like, uh, this is giving me a headache. Like, I can't deal with this right now. But I think like his shining moments are the ones that we see with Eric, him helping Eric with college applications or SATs yeah. or he wants Eric to like go into tutoring. Um, so like I think like that's a lot of like his good moments. Yeah. I. Agree. Oh, yep. Go ahead. We're forgetting the best Feeny part. The We're gonna take down the center.
3: Oh my God! Yes, he wants yes. to take take it down from the inside. Down.
4: I've been trying to take it down <laughs> for years. Dun dun.
3: Yeah, how
4: <laughs> we still TV, don't know.
3: CSI. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was probably a great Feeny that moment. was a great Feeney moment, iconic Feeny moment, legendary. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, more for Feeny to do now that we know that, um, the woman he's gonna be dating is gonna be in season mm-hmm. five. So, hopefully, the, we get more. The, from bean. the Bean, the Bean, yes, the Bean. So, hopefully, we'll get more yeah. from him, more personal stuff from him in the future in season five. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to our favorite episode and not so favorite episodes. Um, I have written down in, in no particular order I have some of my favorites. I think the premiere was actually very strong, especially because we have that farmhouse over there. So good. Yes. So good.
4: Yeah. I, I did rank mine in proper order. Because okay. um, i 'cause I'm You're professional. professional and I'm not. Yep.
3: Uh, And I have that in my number two spot Okay fair Um, I also have um, 16 Candles and 400 Pound Men I think that is a classic Boy Meets World episode Mm -hmm. Sweet 16 party, wrestling match We get a lot of Frankie content Which you know I'm a huge fan of Top tier episode for me
4: Yeah I think like for me that is in the top third It's not one of my top favorites But it's definitely a good episode Okay so what
3: do you have as your numero uno so this is
4: a little surprising, but I have B and B's B and B in my top spot. I like the B- I really like the silly B and B aspect between yeah. like Corey and Sean and Topanga too, and like having all these like unique people there, mm-hmm. and them being like, you know what, like we have to be bad. Like Feeny expects us to be bad. Yeah, and I thought that was very funny. Um, and then on the opposite end, of course, we have those like really great Feeny moments and a great like Eric and Sh- uh, Feeny moment, and yeah. I really liked that aspect. And it's kind of funny because like I would have never. Thought that that would have been like my favorite episode of the you're season gonna, You're not thinking of that as an
3: iconic episode Like no, going but into I, the season Yeah but I really really enjoyed that episode Yeah that's a good one I didn't have That in like this this top list I had But I agree like I think that is a very Fun like if you're like giving An episode like of Boy Meets World to show Someone that's a good one to give them you don't need A ton yeah. of background knowledge and it is a fun Episode it's fun
4: and Yeah like of course um Long Walk to Pittsburgh it's infamous Hair Today Goon tomorrow's infamous yep. I had here today
3: Goon tomorrow Yeah Shallow boy is always good yep, that was that. So we've listed all of mine now Because shallow boy was up yeah. there for me That is probably one or two for me Because it Like the song is so incredible And I think that like I love songs in shows in general Especially if they're bad And so when you have Eric dating I can't even remember her name Um And like her terrible terrible songs Just a, a very funny episode It's fun It's fun Um
4: So for my least favorite episodes I mean, once again, like These are kind of Sean-centered episodes um, Or Sean's family center episodes But um, my least favorite I really don't like Fishing for Verna Mm -hmm. And I really, really dislike Turkey Day I think that those are definitely my two least favorite episodes Interesting Fishing, Fishing for Verna because I really dislike the fact that Verna is like literally across the highway and won't talk to her family and expects Corey to play messenger I really didn't like that I It put a bad taste in my mouth Turkey day is some elitist bullshit And I fucking hated it Um, Maybe turkey day is my least favorite Because I have like a real like visceral Hatred Mm -hmm. for turkey day Because the Matthews act like Assholes like the I hated it like of course like the Heartwarming dinner with everybody is nice But I really like Hated that episode Um, And aside From that Cult fiction for obvious reasons
3: Yeah for me um, I actually didn't Most of mine were not on your list Actually because I listed the finale um, Learning to Fly I think it was Like a useless episode it felt Very strange to be the finale of The season but without the uh, Eric Getting into college bit um, there's nothing there There's nothing there for me I liked it uh, Probably because of
4: like The Greek life aspect You love college stuff So yeah And I love college stuff And uh, like the stupid The bean of emissions I think is like a funny joke
3: It was funny But like the whole episode Felt kind of pointless Coming off the heels Of the the Turner yeah. motorcycle it accident It was um, uh, Once again Like if I can choose
4: Like I would probably switch Well I would probably put that in the second, uh, in the pen- penultimate episode, and then yeah. have, like, um, a cliffhanger of Turner being hurt. Exactly. And then picked yes. up again in the fifth season that he's okay. Exactly. You, I mean, they, they could have had something with Tyler Quinn in one episode in season yep. five to be like, I'm okay, but I'm going to rehab, and then eventually
3: I'll go back yeah, to teaching. Yeah, or... or- just mention it and have him be off screen he doesn't even need to be there yeah. really but right, yeah, yeah so that that one i didn't like and cult fiction for very obvious reasons that we've talked mm-hmm. to death at this point um yeah. and then i uh, you know another one i wasn't a huge fan of his uncle daddy it just felt like very strange and like i guess it has character growth for eric but like eh, not my favorite episode i have that like a mid episode like yeah. i have like i have beef with like other shit like yeah i don't know yeah like they- The point is, is that the fact that we have a bunch of episodes Between the two of us that are in this least favorite spot Is, like, shows that it's a very high and low season I feel like it had such a strong start and just fell off the cliff at the end I think, like, I Ain't Gonna Spray Lettuce No More Is,
4: like, the cutoff of, like, I can't Like, after, (laughs) like, that's probably, like, my, like, tolerance And then, like, you know, we get into, like Chick like me which is like Debatable if it like carries Over so well yes and no it's Funny but is it um wheels I Don't know like there's a lot Of like duds in this season
1: Yeah
3: there really are and I That's why I think it it earns Its spot at you know second Second best um if not for Some of the more iconic Moments I think it could fall Even further than that yeah Um shall we get into the Fashion award winners
4: Yes Would you like um, to make a
3: prediction For who you believe won the Rachel Green Award For season Oh four? goodness gracious uh, I'm gonna say Topanga Yes of course Miss Topanga won She had five points Would you like to guess who came in second Because it was close The second The runner up had four points So Sean nearly won uh, Only narrowly won I meant um, No Sean only had one point Ooh Uh Corey Mm-mm Nope. Alan? It, no, it was Amy. Oh. Amy with four points. So while Topanga yeah. has now gotten the Rachel Green Award for three seasons in a row, um <laughs> shocker, Amy did have shocker. four points. Amy was the closest to like dethroning Topanga this mm, season. Will ever happen? I don't Probably think so. Probably not. Uh, What about the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness Any guesses for our winner here Now I
4: really tried to stuff the ballot For Feeney to pull (laughs) out A win but did I do it Is that your Are you guessing Feeney is the winner I don't think he's the winner, but I'm going to be hopeful And say yes. Feeney
3: is the Winner.
4: Oh my god, I it's know. finally Happened. It has I'm happened. I'm so happy Feeney, you're Grandpa Chic. His you garden smog. garden Smog. I love you Now I can finally rest mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah, we definitely won. that Feeny won. We definitely stuffed more, the ballot box
3: <laughs> We have more diversity in our Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness in that Topanga won season one, Corey won season Two, Topanga again won season three But now we have a new winner, Feeney um, uh, to- topping off this uh, this Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness award, so, I'm so happy. Very exciting. I think like he definitely earned it with his gardening smock. He had a lot of very fun outfits this season. So yeah. happy for Feeney He won with four points. Eric Sean and yeah. Topanga all had two. Um, so no that one touched him. William Daniels has
4: some good fettuccine alfredo to celebrate. <laughs> his Listen to some Taylor meal. Swift. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that was that was season four. Like I said, I think we went into it with higher expectations, and we were a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for season five. Um, we have a lot to look forward to. We're getting mm-hmm. some new characters. We're going to yes. be getting some really amazing episodes. Um, yes. so a lot to look forward to. Obviously, we're going to have guests along the way, voices that are yep. very familiar to you, as you've most likely heard them before. Mm-hmm. Um, what some. What are some things that you're looking forward to in season five? I mean, very obviously the Halloween episode. I think that is Mm -hmm. like a a non-starter. You know, like that is the one that is I'm most excited for that. Um, Obviously, I'm very excited for Angela. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we need her energy on the show. Oh, yes. We need another female character to bounce off of Topanga. We need a friend for fucking Topanga that is not a man. Like, we need somebody for her. I'm very very excited for that Not Um, to mention the relationship between
4: Sean and Angela Of
3: course of course so that is all very Mm -hmm. exciting I'm excited to hopefully see some stuff between Feeny and the Bean Um, What (laughs) about you? What are you pumped for?
4: Yeah um, my list says Angela, 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 Angela Yeah Um, and also of course Jack Jack we're going to get um, a Jack in the very first episode of season five mm-hmm. uh, So all of Jack and Eric's shenanigans And, you know, what goes along with, like, their adventures in yep. college um, There's very memorable moments um, um, Like, memorable episodes in season five, obviously um, And there and there was Sean um, We get the prom episode, the graduation yep. episode The first Girlfriends Club episode Where all the... Girlfriends of Sean Come and like torment him Uh, The mountain the snow Mountain episode Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's drama 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 to look forward to It's not going to be as like Perfect Corey and Topanga relationship As we got in season four Which only leads to Spicy moments and um, We'll see We'll see how we feel about it Season
3: five will be Mm -hmm. our favorite that is Only my time can tell exactly. We, will see. we so, will see Exciting stuff to come As a quick reminder We are taking next week off So you'll hear from us in two weeks With the season five premiere Very exciting to look forward to But Sarah, what else have we got going on? Because there's just like It's been a month, man It has yeah, been a like month we of had,
4: December um, We had a really, really busy December Um We started off the month With releasing The Sex and the City um, You know New show and Just like that which I have been Continuing watching and there's I don't Know good moments and horrible moments Um, And in Addition to that we did home alone We did the Santa Claus we Just released our Friends episode rankings so Tons of fun tons of fun um, To be continued for what's Going on in January but All of that and then this Is our last uh, Boy Meets World Episode of the year. So um I just wanted to thank everybody for being with us in 2021. It was a great year for us. Mm-hmm. Um it was our second e- our second year, like we started in 2020. Yeah. So um, but I think it was really, really great. I think that we had an amazing guests, we had a lot of fun. Um 2022, we might need to bring back the uh 90s nightcap. I think, think we need do. I think we need a little bit more Wine <laughs> Um For uh, season five But we'll see we'll see. But no I just want to thank all of you For uh, being with us and listening along We appreciate you Uh, You can catch us uh, On all that we're doing at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram www.shit90sPod.com And you can find me at Sarah Ferguson How about you Jess?
3: Yeah you can find me at the Jess Darling on Twitter Um, As always I am over at Posher Recaps podcasting about Community, Succession Just Wrapped Up And and Keep an eye on those podcast feeds because there might be something Else coming up soon um, And yeah that is that is it thank you All for listening so much we really Appreciate it um, this is just like the Perfect way to wrap up 2021 Is to finish off The season four, uh season Four of Boy Meets World and start fresh in 2022 with season five we have a couple seasons to go and again i still can't believe we've gotten through so much boy meets world content so thank you all for sticking through it with us uh, thank you all to our guests who have come on and chatted with us and we look forward to putting out a bunch more content in 2022 talk to you everybody next the next two weeks in the next two weeks unless you're listening to other content but anyway have a good one everybody bye Just Show
2: Me
5: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.